Welcome to another episode of the Codex Podcast. As usual, I'm your host, Sonny Cougar, and joining me as usual, my co-host, Jamie Wojcik and Tim Morse. Hey, guys. How's it going? I'm back and Uh-oh. better than ever. <laughs> the birthday boy is back. And today, we were going to have a magical episode, and we were going to review yeah, we Doctor, Doctor Strange and the Punisher, Magic Bullets, but there was a bit of problems, a bit of issues. We'll get to that later, and I can complain to you guys about how messed up that Marvel was when it told me it was eight issues. <laughs> so we went through oh, the four. Please, and I was Let's like, start it off with this. <laughs> tell me with the four. But we will get on to Doctor Strange and the Punisher or issues with that later. But we're enjoying that story. So yeah, we had a good uh, pre-show. And now we get on to our main show with our comic book news. And Tim, yeah. I'll let you start us off. Yeah, so uh, the the big news today, Zoop launches Comics for Ukraine, and it's titled Sunflower Seeds. Now, this is a massive undertaking by a lot of very talented people. And let me give you a little bit of an introduction as to what it is. Okay. So Comics for Ukraine, Sunflower Seeds, features an incredible roster of comics talent united under the mission of providing relief to war-torn Ukraine, which has suffered attacks from neighboring Russia since late February. They've been invaded, but uh, that's just different words, right? This is directly from zoop.gg, where you can go and find it. All you got to do is type that in and then comics for Ukraine, and it'll be right there. Now, what they're doing here is all the proceeds of anything that's bought for Comics for Ukraine Sunflower Seeds go directly to relief efforts for people suffering from the invasion of Russia into Ukraine. And let me give you a list of some of the contributors to this. That's so big names. Yeah, so as far as cover artists go, Alex Ross, uh, he did the hardcover edition. Arthur Adams did one of the soft cover editions. Dave Johnson, Bill Sykowitz, I can never pronounce his name right. Uh, he also did a cover, and it has stories by Kurt Busiek and Brent Anderson, uh, the people from the creators of Chew, John Lehman and Rob yes. Gilroy. Uh, let's see here. An exclusive Star, Jam- Star Slammer short story by Walter Simonson. Uh, you've got Howard Chaikin in there doing an American flag short story. Uh, Usagi Ujimbo, exclusive short by Stan. Usagi. Yeah, by Stan Sakai. Saki, I cannot pronounce his name, and I highly apologize for that. A brand okay. new- we, we butcher names here at Codex. Brand new exclusive Grendel short story by Matt Wagner, a Gru story. Uh, let's see here. Jill Thompson with Scary Godmother. Uh, the Cost of War, brand new exclusive short story by Louise Simonson. The list goes on, guys. I mean, Mark Wade. Uh, and it's absolutely bananas. Uh, if this is something that you want to be a part of and you want to order from, by all means, go ahead and go to the website, uh, zoop.gg, 
forward slash C forward slash comics for Ukraine. Uh, and that'll be down below too. So you guys can see that and you can support this in any, in any way that you feel necessary to do. And they have t-shirts, hardcovers, retailer packs, exclusive sign prints, etc., etc., etc. And it just goes mm-hmm. on as of right now. Uh, they have $68,222, 28 days left in the, I guess it would be similar to a Kickstarter and 566 supporters. So yeah, check it out guys. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's worth your time. Yeah. Sounds cool. And they said, if you get to help people out and you get a comic book. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, so yeah. That's all good. And two, it is, I think, what was it? 96 pages? To, uh, yeah, I believe yeah, so. Yeah. It's, it's going to be big. So yeah, it'll be really good. Like I said, yeah. it's nice that they're doing it, and so many, like I said, big names helping out with this. A lot of big yeah. names. I was like, whoa! And then, yeah, like I said, so you know, you get yourself a comic, and you're helping yeah. people out. And, yeah, and, yeah. And, I do and, wonder how the issue will be. I think it should be good, except all the oh, stories, I, and all the big names. It should be really good. I, mm-hmm. I imagine it'll be awesome. And and again, guys, remember, all proceeds go directly to relief efforts for Ukraine. Yeah. So no, I'll be definitely getting at least a copy. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'll, I'm gonna get the hardcover because Alex Ross. But I'm I'm definitely gonna be getting into it. It and it just shows like our community as a whole, yeah. like what we can do and pull together and help out with when needed. Oh yeah. So guys, yeah. go out there, definitely jump on that Kickstarter too. Definitely get a couple of those shirts if you can. I would definitely go for the uh, signatures though. If that was me, yeah, Alex Ross. Oh yeah. Plus I'm gonna get the hardcover. <laughs> yep, absolutely. That's good. I'm excited for that. But Jamie, tell us about some vampires. Ooh, yes. All Out War DC versus vampires. Guys, if you guys aren't keeping up with DC versus vampires right now, issue six was mind-blowing on the turn of what happened. And I'm not going to give it away because they figured out who the king vampire was. And even I didn't guess. Hmm. And it wasn't like a low name. Like a like a C list character, it'd be like, haha, Toy Man's a vampire. No, um, <laughs> the top. Yeah. I knew it all along. No, it, it's actually someone that you would not think of, and how they kept in like the light and their human form was crazy. See, now I'm gonna have to go and read it because I've been waiting until it was completely done before I started reading it. But with yeah, what you you're saying up. now, yeah, apparently, I'm gonna have to go and start. But yeah, no, All Out War is, I feel like this, though, is what we got with Injustice, in a sense, and Deceased. So they're just taking a an area that they're doing well in and creating more of that Interesting. world, that world-building aspect. I cannot wait, because we got some predominant characters right now with DC versus Vampires, but this is going to take place on the outskirts with random uh, heroes and villains and what they're going through at that time and i just think this is going to be fantastic is that similar to like the unkillables and dead planet and yes. stuff like that yeah okay yes and i always love those outside because you always are so focused on your main core they're like killables for deceased was amazing yeah, you're like hmm i wonder what cheetah's doing right now like <laughs> and then you find out <laughs> exactly and then the team it's supposed to be like kind of, I was trying to remember what I read. Constantine is supposed to be yes. leading a team, right? And the bandit, the picture looked really cool. The artwork yes. looked really cool. Yes, yes. Like, it's, yeah, it's, cool gonna, it's gonna Dead be. A, yeah, oh, dead, and that's the one that always gets me is Dead Man. 
is the dude that's dead already is in a book about getting bit by by vampires. That's amazing. Interesting, yeah. Yeah, no, it, it, it looks good. I think it's going to be great. I don't know. What do you guys think so far? I mean, it, in the sense of it being another world building outskirts type of lay, like layer on it, like we've had with Deceased or we've had with uh, Injustice. I, what are you guys' thoughts? Go are ahead, Sonny. Uh, well, okay, go ahead. Okay. Yeah, but like I said, it does sound really interesting. I think first I would like to get caught up with DC versus Vampires first before getting onto uh, All Out War. But this one does look interesting. Like I said, it's always cool when you get different characters taking the spotlight, like, so like Constantine, Bane, Dead Man. So I think it could be a really interesting story. And then, like I said, though, first I want to check out DC versus Vampires. And like you said, Jamie, that you said it seems that you said it's been really good. So yes. That makes and, me more and more interested in reading it. Oh, the, the thing that drew me, and I totally forgot to mention, Booster Gold. <laughs> Here we go, yeah. The Man Tomorrow Forgot. Like that's amazing. Except for today, because he's on the page. So, but yeah, being 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 a part of it, uh, John Paul Valley, Azrael, being a part of it, Israel, yeah. Oh, and uh, Mary Marvel as well. Okay. So it's it's, it's a, a oh Deathstroke too. I mean, it's just a weird group together, but I think the way they're doing it, it's gonna fit so perfectly because it's See, all it's one common goal against vampires. See, and and with what you were saying about what happened with issue six i'm gonna go back and start reading this i'll be all caught up uh tomorrow uh, and be ready for this so yeah i i love the world building they did in deceased uh there it seems like they're going in that direction with this too and all three of us have talked about this several times before already it seems like this dc's uh elseworld stories do way better than their current continuity stuff and this is just another example of that it, it's just another layer of what dc what dc should be doing Mm -hmm. against what they're currently doing right i'm not saying like invade the world with zombies and then take it over i'm saying like add that little part in there like hey like we got a zombie problem over here batman you got this maybe i'll be right back hit him with enough prep time yeah but everybody has to deal with it like so there's a big storyline and in each Mm -hmm. comic everyone's dealing with the same thing right that'd be good i agree with that I like how I transitioned. We were literally talking about the invasion in Ukraine, and I don't say war. I just get out say, okay, so talk about vampires. I was going to say something because I was like, oh, I leave for a week and we forget transitions. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> okay, so now we go on to vampires to Blue Beetle. You know, they really mix. But DC, we're talking about now the Blue Beetle movie has cast Susan Sarandon as Victoria Cord, who will be an, an original character for mm-hmm. the movie now the movie blue beetle is still set to come out august 18th of 2023 so we still have a while before it comes out but yeah susan serena being attached to the movie it's a, a big name you know hollywood royalty she's been around for you know decades being many great movies like said, so like dead man walking which she won best actress for she's been in shows like ray donovan and feud by Dan jones she's been in stepma she's been in Thelma louise susan serena has been around and her being attached and being in Blue Beetle is a big, she's a big person to be attached to the film, especially we have a lot of more up and coming newer uh, actors and actresses in it where it's nice to have somebody who's been around that a lot more people are familiar with mm-hmm. to be in there. And she actually beat out Sharon Stone to get the part. Interesting. That's different. 
Yeah, what, Sharon Stone we... played the White Rabbit and Catwoman. Is that right? It was. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yep. No, my my favorite uh my favorite thing about this though, Sonny, was in your show notes. I was reading it. I'm like, who is who's Susan? And I couldn't <laughs> say the word. I know who she is. I know her last name, but just trying to spell it out, I was like, Sir Randon, and it didn't work out <laughs> like a planet. The show notes were crazy this week. Yeah, it was it Especially was a little bit out there. But I spelled Susan Sarandon right, so there. No, I'm happy right. about that. But you made me read it, and that was horrible. I was just like, I'm taking away my reading card for the week. Wow. Like, but no, as her as Victoria. Uh, Victoria Cord, I'm kind of trying to figure like, because it's an original character, but I want to know how they're gonna play it since it's Cord Industries, right? Yeah. You know what I mean, or Cord Technology, whatever you want to call it, uh, whatever continuity you guys go with. Um, I, I'm hoping she's like, oh, Ted's dead. It's like she's like a family member that he left it all to, or she somehow got control of everything and she's trying to take out Jaime. Like that would that that'd be my way of going about it. But especially with her, like Susan Sarandon's obviously like I said, royalty. To have her in a DC movie for Blue Beetle, nonetheless, like okay, I'm in. Yeah. At first, I was yeah, I was gonna ask you. I was gonna be like, I don't know Victoria Court. I was gonna ask you how is she? How is the character? And then it's like original character. I'm like, okay, there we go. Yeah. We'll all find out at the same time when we watch. The movie. Uh, for for me, this is just kind of non news. It's it's not something that I would get super excited about. Su- no, you're a sexist. I yeah, know man. I'm horrible. No, I'm not. Uh, but, Hashtag uh, fire Tim. <laughs> zero. Uh, but uh, it's a. Uh, I mean, is, is she going to give the same type of performance that Sharon Stone did in Catwoman? Or is she going to treat this as a serious role and, and put some real effort into it? Uh, I'm very curious to see what she's going to do. I mean, Blue Beetle is Blue Beetle. I would rather have Ted Cord. That's just me. Uh, Everyone would rather have Ted Cord. But that's <laughs> what we're getting. Jaime Reyes. And we got that's very up. true. So sit and, down, shut up and enjoy. And, and it's going to be amazing. My kids are going to love it because this is a movie that's more geared in their direction around their age. rated R. It better not be <laughs> for Sarandon. Um, yeah. But, but uh, she did. She did play a good film in the show Ray Donovan. I'm not sure if you guys watched it. I watched it. Yeah, I watched, I watched Sabretooth. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so she was a good villain in the show Ray Donovan. So, okay, I'm guessing yeah, she's going to be a villain in here. We'll yeah. See. So maybe they'll mention Ted Cord. There was a guy. His name was Ted Cord. But you know, uh, comic fans will know. But an original character for for the movie. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm, I'm at a little, yeah. Oh, I don't like that, that tone with you, sir. Like the, <laughs> no, it's going to yeah. be good. Stop it. It's fine. It's DC. They do amazing work. Have oh yeah, absolutely. All, all of their movies are. Have you seen Suicide Squad? The Suicide Squad. You got it wrong. Suicide Squad doesn't exist. It's the Suicide Squad. Well, there. I think Jared Leto <sighs> is the Joker though. Both Suicide Squads were good. There. I said it. No. Hey, have you seen Morbius yet? Because neither did I, since you guys thought I was watching it that Wednesday. <laughs> oh, sure. He didn't see it. Deny, deny, deny. I see tickets back there. <laughs> but you know what else we Morbius may or may not see, Sonny? You know what else we may or may not see? Oh, sorry. I went out way too early. See, I can't figure out transitions anymore. Uh, that would be Rob Liefeld in the news yet again. 
uh, talking about rumors of Wolverine appearing in Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Now, this comes from thedirect.com, not bleeding cool. And Thank uh, God. In it, it says, uh, and I had to go halfway through the article to get to the the main point deadpool co-creator rob liefeld took to twitter uh to address the rumors pointing to wolverine appearing in dr strange in the multiverse of madness and comic books jim viscardi shared an image of wolverine's live action comic book accurate costume teasing his reaction when it finally debuts in the movie with three mind-blown emojis. And this is what the tweet says. It says, one day we'll get hashtag Wolverine in a comics accurate costume when it comes. And then good old Rob, uh, throwing his weight around, uh, quoted the tweet. You know, he ain't running towards it. Right. Uh, Quoted the tweet with the question, is one day May 5th? May 5th, notably, is the preview day for Doctor Strange 2 before its worldwide premiere. It's going to be Daniel Radcliffe. We know it. It's fine. It's Danny DeVito, 100%. So anyways, it started stabbing. Confirmed by Bleeding Cool. (laughs) (laughs) No, uh, this is turning into just like Spider-Man No Way Home. Uh, Tons of speculation. The only things we know for sure. As far as the rumors. There's two people that were rumored. This is has 70,000. <laughs> it's not even nowhere comparable. Did you but, guys uh, know that uh, Frog is going to be in it? Thor who? Frog? Throg. Thor Frog. Wow. <laughs> That'd be and awesome, he's getting, but I he, doubt He's Thor being Frog. played by, what do you call it, Leonardo DiCaprio? I mean, That's come on, amazing. guys. He looks just like him. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Tom Cruise as the indescribable Iron Man. So, yes. <laughs> the pencil exactly uh yeah if if wolverine shows up wonderful we already know patrick stewart's in it so we know the mutants exist in the x in the marvel multiverse uh so how they're going to bring mutants into the 616 is Mm -hmm. another thing entirely hopefully patrick swayze's ghost is coming back at shang chi (laughs) we can only dream Uh, (laughs) the everly brothers better be playing in the background or the righteous brothers yeah yeah and uh, uh, patrick swayze wouldn't turn any comics away absolutely he'd be like i will sign this in bold i'm just excited to see the movie i'll i'm trying to stay as spoiler free as possible uh until next month when i take the kids to go see (laughs) it possible i know (laughs) may 4th 4th, spoilers like how yeah thanks for the premiere guys and the i didn't get to see yet but thank you (laughs) what do you guys think about it Tim, I think one thing that's pretty funny is that you said the Blue Beetle casting. You're like, eh, it's not news yeah. to me. And then Rob Liefeld. There's <laughs> like, yes. You had to send it to us. And that's something. Like, okay. Rob. I know Tim wants to take this one. Yeah. I'll fit him to take over in the notes <laughs> with his speculation. Of course, you know, that'd be awesome to have you know, the X Men, you know, an X Men fan. You know, I love to have that guy in the MCU. One day it'll happen. I don't think it'll happen in, uh, in Doctor Strange 2, though. Because I think it would be shown in the previews. Be nice. I don't think so. Mm -mm. Not not something that big. Well, there's there's this whole speculation thing about them like already saying like, oh, we're getting the mutants in it. We just don't know which ones. And it's like, come on, like you can't just go and say something and then be like, no speculation here. Well, I mean, we've heard everything from members of the Fantastic Four to variant versions of multiple people playing the same role or multiple people 
playing different roles but the same actor yeah exactly so <laughs> i had to use my brain for that one that was, that and, was and speculation on deadpool being in there and now wolverine and patrick stewart denying for all of a minute and a half before he's like yeah i'm in it yeah so I think it's my daniel yeah. yeah daniel radcliffe's <laughs> like i'm not doing it it'd be awesome if i was but then everyone's like are you doing it because you everyone wants you as wolverine well i think after what andrew garfield did during no way home up until it's released dude played us all and he's like i'm not in that anywhere no, nowhere no well, it was it was the worst kept secret in the history of hollywood and he denied 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 and the moment they had night. the photo of him holding on to the banister <laughs> yeah and he's looking at it, he's like wow that's really good photoshop but I that's was like, not me <laughs> like dude that that's you stop like <laughs> Well, people even went so far as to judge the height of his hair and stuff like that. See, it was it, it, he just got this haircut during this movie. He's in it. I just had an idea. Uh oh. Sorry, this was segueing, but my brain just went to something and I can't let it go. <laughs> We're getting rid of Ezra Miller. We're replacing him with Andrew Garfield as Barry Allen. Done. That'd be good. Blonde hair, perfect sense of humor for it. Sorry. Bye, Ezra. Throw a chair at your mom. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm taking Garfield for 500, please. Uh, yes, good, yeah, I would like him to be Yeah, so in case those who didn't know, didn't see the pre-show, mm-hmm. Ezra Miller was arrested again in this yes. time for throwing a chair at a young lady's head, and she needed to take it stitches. So yeah, all I hear in my head is that is that uh, part of Shrek where it's like, get the chair. <laughs> you see the chair get thrown. Good times. It's Ezra Miller throwing it. Anybody for a pint? No. <laughs> yeah, Ezra Miller out. And I think many, many people are agreeing. And if they didn't agree more now, then look, with this happening again, I'm getting in trouble. I can't blame Josh Whedon for this one. Nope. Yeah. Well, maybe, maybe they are somewhere. Ezra Miller is saying, you know what? Josh Whedon, they, they were sticking up for Josh Whedon, so I threw a chair at their head. Yeah. You're so not wrong. It's, it's like I said, unjustifiable violence. There's no place for it. And whatever problems he Always has going on, violence, him. unjustifiable, uh, whatever problems yeah. he has going on, he needs to get some help and get it fixed and recenter himself and try and come back and, and yeah, step away, fix from the problems. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. And then come back as impulse. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> or Hey, maybe uh, we're talking about all the X-Men and mutants appearing in Doctor Strange too, maybe a Morlock who's like under. But oh yeah, I was. There you go. You see the character walking. I was a Morlock who was under the ground and in the sewers. There you go. And that could be Ezra Miller. Done. Yeah, I'm down with it. All right. But yeah, I mean we're very DC heavy today, guys. I mean, mm-hmm. and speaking of DC, <laughs> you know, Green Arrow's son came out as asexual. Guys, this is another name thrown out there. Another B, not a sidekick. Let's just put it that way. Thrown into the mix of it. Yeah, like I put a C up, like C-list. No, Connor Hawk is not a C-list character. Go away. <laughs> Who invited you on the show anymore? You did. Uh, I know. Unfortunately, I make the mistake every week. Um, but no, Con- Connor Hawk has been like one of my favorite characters. So to change that aspect about him. I want to see where it goes. We have the Pride Month coming up where they're going to have all the issues for every single character. Mm-hmm. And we've got so much more to go off of it. I mean, I've been seeing people raving about this one more than I've seen about the Tim Drake uh, change. 
and I hope they do him justice because he was when he was on panel, he was by far one of my favorites. And just to add more depth into him, and I think that's what they're trying to do is to add more depth and more creative aspect towards him. Mm-hmm. I was I wanted to be I want to be more positive about it than anything else because there's we've been we, we've basically been bamboozled on a few of them where it was like this person's sexuality changed and we're not doing anything with it right but now i think we got more good of a grasp on it where we can pull that off i don't know what do you guys think so far i mean you guys know my opinion on it i've said it like 72 times on this show so far as long as it's written good and done good we're gonna be okay I yeah, I think we pretty much we usually kind of agree with that. Uh, mm-hmm. But Tim, I'll let you go. Uh, it's uh, I, for for those of you that are unaware, what being asexual means is this: it means not involving sexual sexual activity, feelings, or associations. Basically, being non-sexual. Mm-hmm. He led an asexual life. That's what being asexual means. Um, yeah, uh, Jamie, uh, I'm in agreement with you 110% on that. As long as it fits within the story, I don't care what their sexuality is. I don't, I don't care. Uh, we live in an age where people are free to express whatever sexuality they want to express, and they have every right reason and opportunity to do so. That's part of what living in the greatest country in the world means, is that you can do that. And comic characters absolutely should and need to reflect its reader base. Uh, Green Arrow's son being asexual fantastic job wonderful uh representation is on the fast track to being more the norm than ever but it, it doesn't make any difference to me personally because i don't care uh what sexuality any character or any person as long as you're a good person it shouldn't matter who you sleep with uh, and the same should be said in comic books too i mean if, if there's a reason for him to come out as asexual, absolutely let's do it but if there's no real reason to do it except for to cash in on pride month no, don't do it. Yeah, I don't think it's a cash in for Pride Month. I feel like it's more strategically placed in that aspect. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I this is the first time I feel right about a character's change. Okay. And one that I haven't been proven right or wrong on. So I, I know with Tim Drake, you you had uh issues about that before. Yeah, because right? he was yeah. already established. It was like taking the character going, What do we do with him? Yeah, bisexual. And just throwing um, them, and just he, they throw them away. He so went how, on like a date, and then so, they were like, "No, nah, date." Yep. So how do how do you feel that this is different then? Because, well, look at it this way: Connor Hawk was when he was left, mm-hmm. he was he was brought up with the monks. He, okay, so he's already got that stigma, I want to say, and he really never really did show true emotion on things right like he was just more to himself you never really seen him go on a date so you mm-hmm. can you can kind of see that aspect of the character already being built so there's already a have... foundation for backstory in there correct so nice. you already have that ability to, to basically take that characteristic and now use it somewhere else mm-hmm. and using it on this platform for uh the pride month and so forth to me that's a win Right. Okay. Fair enough. That's that's great. Absolutely. Unlike unlike Tim, strategically. Yeah, strategically. Unlike Tim Drake, which was Dayton. uh, Spoiler. Right beforehand, it was like "Mm, we're gonna no, Mm -mm. no. I'm good. I like him. 
Like, oh yeah, I think I like men today. Yeah, yeah like he just <laughs> yeah. woke up and he's like, "Yep." That's what happening. day is it? It's Tuesday. And then he, my favorite line was he was it's talking. Man to, day. He was talking to Batman. He's like, "Did you know?" He's like, "I know everything." And Boys I was like, know. "You didn't know, you liar, you big fat liar." <laughs> enough prep time. He knew. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. He, he had two weeks to figure it out. Yeah, but also, yeah, like I said, it should be interesting story. That's why I'm not too familiar with the character. That's why I wanted to hear Jane what your perspective was on it because I know you know you know the character. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so we know that would be part of the story called "Think of Me," and it's set to be part of you know DC Pride 2022, which should be a 104 page one shot, and it should be on sale May 31st. Nice. Yep. Yeah, so it should be good. I'm interested to see that story. Yeah, and there was a lot of good ones out of last year's. The one I'm still upset about is they changed Alan Scott's sexuality for like the fifth time and they still haven't done what anything. Is he now? When so he was gay. in when he so was in Earth okay. Two and and they made that big announcement uh yeah. during the new 52, Alan Scott is gay. I was like, okay, that's cool. It's fantastic. It's different Earth. It's a brand yeah. Well, it's a brand it's new aspect. story. They're starting brand new. This is the reason. This is why wonderful i thought that was one of the greatest representations alan scott i've ever read in comic books yeah now they just went uh let's try it again but in continuity <sighs> and it just he's like i've always known I'm like no no you haven't right the writer did you had no idea yeah bring in earth to alan scott yeah speaking of panels and you know the symbolic ways they can be used we got one of those in a trailer for the new Thor movie. So, Sonny, tell us That's what you right. did, brother. That's right. Thor Love and Thunder it. trailer came out. And, yeah, uh, I saw it. I thought it was great. I like how it started off with the Sweet Child of the Mind playing in the background. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it seems this one's going to be more, not so much on the action heavy. I mean, eventually, you know, it's a superhero movie. It'll get to the action. But even the director, uh, Taika Waititi. Taika Waititi was saying that yeah this one he said it's gonna still have action i was like that name <laughs> so he said you know Avenue, no say say that action. one more time sonny but slower like yeah. a white titty yeah what what titty say it with me what titty yes Wait-tiddy. absolutely yes <laughs> yes so I love our show sometimes take away titty was saying that it will still have action. He said, it'll be crazy. Like Thor Ragnarok. I love Thor Ragnarok. He said, but not as crazy. And it will be more on the emotional side of things. And I thought it was pretty interesting because we've seen the memes, even you, uh, I think with Tim, you sent us the thing saying that, Hey, the Thor. That was Jamie. Trailer. Jamie, it was you mm-hmm. who sent it that the, the trailer is going to be after the movie. It was taking so long and it does have the record. Now they said for like, the shortest amount of time, between the trailer and the movie's release date. Yes. And it is set to come out July 8th. Hopefully that goes through because the director was saying that in March, back in March. What was, what was the director's yeah, name? What, what, Ooh, what, take a Waititi. Wait, 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 yeah, keep going. Go ahead, sorry. <laughs> so, yeah, he was saying I think, in I March. I think I figured out the name filming. of this episode. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes, absolutely. This will be the <laughs> second highest viewed episode next yes. to uh, Exo Man I'm spelling it. I'm spelling it right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Spell oh the way it sounds. But yes, tell us. Tell us yeah, how so you feel. Found it out. In March, my titty was saying that he's filming it again. Or that, not filming again. But in March, they were still working on it, so it's still not done. And then he was even joking, 
saying, yeah, it'll be finished a month before it comes out, a week before it comes out, probably the day before it comes out. Just like so, Spider-Man. Yeah, so a little, yeah, when I did hear that in March, we're still working on it. I was like, ah, it does make me a little nervous to think, is there going to be a, a pushback? Because at the end of the trailer, it just says July 2022. It doesn't say exactly July 8th. But I'm hoping it comes out. I think it looks really good. I'm glad to see the Guardians of the Galaxy in the trailer as well. All of them, with the yeah, exception so. of Gamora. It'll be, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. So Thor Ragnarok is probably definitely one of my top 10 superhero movies. So Right on. I'm excited for Thor Love and Thunder. And obviously we saw Jane Foster, the Hammer of Thor. Two Hammers of Thor, two Mjolnirs. One was uh, all patched back together. I'm excited for this. This looks good. Uh, seeing the Guardians in there, uh, Ravager Thor, uh, Big Lebowski Thor, and then a new costume. Looks amazing. Jane Foster, uh, Natalie Portman. She looks wonderful as the mighty Thor. I'm super excited for this. This is one I'm going to go see and I'm going to enjoy. Absolutely. Oh, uh, Sonny, what was the director's name real quick? Because I forgot. It was Taika Waititi. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Jamie, what about you? What did you think of Thor, Love and Thunder, directed by Taika Waititi? Okay, so my favorite part where he's, where he's standing on the mountain, that is a straight panel from Absolutely. God of Thunder. And I think it's pure amazing. And yeah, we got a couple people in the chat. Hi, guys. Thank you guys all for showing up. Um, but no, it's, I feel like this is going to be probably the culmination of everything that we've wanted so far. And bringing, uh, my, my favorite part about that whole thing was when he was doing the rope swings with the chains. Oh, yeah. When he's trying to work yeah. out again, I was like, that's my boy. I was like, <laughs> but it would have been funnier if he would have got a bow flex. Because remember, <laughs> in, uh, if, in, if it were, they were like talking and uh, was it Star Lord was like, I'm going to get in shape. I get a bow flex. I, I followed his work out. Um, but no, I, I think it's going to be great. Um, I think they're only showing the funny parts is because of the fact that that's what the character did with Ragnarok. Mm -hmm. And yeah. you really didn't get the whole why now you're actually getting this. Right. I'm excited for it. It looks great. I, I can't wait. I, I think it's going to be another win, another billion dollar Marvel movie. Oh, of course. Yeah. I mean, they at this point, they're just like, we're releasing a Marvel movie. It's not called Morbius. Here's the it's, money. Right. Yeah. That's a fake Marvel movie. Here's a real one, guys. Yeah. Here's May 7th and June 8th or July 8th. Which one do you want? Yeah. We'll, we'll wait till July 8th. Directed by Sam Raimi and Whitey. That's right. Him. Take it, Whitey. Oh, my God. <laughs> what has my show turned into? <sighs> Juvenile no, just, just talking about directors. I mean, yeah, I yeah, right? About, yeah. Come on. We, I, I loved White Titty in uh, Free Guy. It was amazing. God, you're there right now. <laughs> oh, sorry. We're still alive. Um, <laughs> your baby Jesus. Sweet. Yeah, no, guys. Hey, so speaking of speaking of things that work, what about our work, Sonny? What do you got for us, bud? Well, that's right. Well, uh, Taika White Titty was directing Thor: Love and Thunder. Sonny Kruger plans on directing something else. But first, I plan on, uh, I will finish posting my story of crimes too. I have one chapter left to post. And then after that, and I planned, I looked at my calendar and I said, okay, 
on my Did birthday. Did you look at it just like that? Hmm. Just like that, yes. And I this think, way he does the most things in life. I he see, just things about him. I see so many things in my mind at once. That's why I got that whole topic of the week mixed up. <laughs> but I, on my birthday, April 29th, I will be posting part one of my story for the man who has everything. Yes, based on the one that we reviewed by Alan Moore. It'll be my version of it, the one that I plan on filming and directing and starring in. So I still have a lot more work to do on it. You're like preparing for that. Still know you're gonna get the little swivel thingy. I want to see Sunny without a beard. Oh yeah, that'll happen. Yeah, that's what I'm waiting for. But yeah, so I'm gonna post the story first, my version of the story first. Get it out there. Everyone can check it out, and then get on to more things. But yeah, I'm excited to put it out there for everyone to check out my version of this classic Superman story. Nice, and it's a great story too. So I'm very curious to see what you do with it and who you cast. I still think I need to be Jason Todd. <laughs> yeah, well, we will see <laughs> what happens. We ready? I already know I have my Wonder Woman right there. You just oh. pointed at me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Can watching, I play Batman, please? I'm watching the podcast. Yes, I'm watching it as I do it. Oh, I'm looking at it in the live version of me. I ain't looking over here. So, yeah, you're pointing at Tim. Yep, Wonder Woman, Tim, yeah. Kevin Smith. Got it. I, I've got the hair for it. I've got the face for it. I almost have the figure, too. So let me get in shape a little bit, and then I'll be ready to go. Sure. I'm sure two, two, three weeks, you'll be ready to go. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, in a nice, sexy outfit, and we'll be as ready to As long as I can pilot the invisible plane, I'll be good to go. Guys, I don't oh, want yeah. to throw up during this episode. <laughs> If, I know he's got the lasso. He shows everybody, um, especially off air. He's like, look what I can do. Um, Check it out. But no. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited for it, bud. I can't yeah. wait to see what your idea of creating this going forward looks like. Thank you, guys. Yeah, I'm excited for you guys to check it out, especially you guys. You know, I said most of my stories are they're original. It's all my original characters, but this is based on a character already well, well established and a character you guys know. The first you know, time you're doing a licensed yeah. property fan film. Before you get sued. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And then I can say, do you think how much money do you think I'd really make? A dollar. Not, and, no, yeah, no. And I'd be like, here, here's your dollar. <laughs> the dollar I have. Now I'm going to go do my podcast. Make another go dollar. Leave, go leave me alone. Yeah, make another dollar. So you try to sue me for that one dollar I make. But guys... Speaking of the podcast, speaking of the Codex Station, there's so much going on. You know, you guys have been putting so much out, especially like I said earlier today, we were talking about TikTok and how well that's been going. Oh, yeah. I'll let you take it away with what's going on with Codex Station. Guys, I haven't been here for a full week, so I don't even know if I have a job here anymore and I created <laughs> it. So let's figure this out. Um, no, but we've been we've been busting out a lot for you guys. Uh, I did, when we talked in the pre-show, I did like 24 TikToks in a, a weekend. Yeah, or in a in a night because I wasn't gonna be here for the full week. Um, obviously you guys killed it last week on the podcast. And Thank Tim, you. you can tell us a little bit more about After Dark because I watched it as a viewer for the first time, and I know the guys in the chat right now here. So, uh, Tone, Sal, and the Captain Kelly, Dan Kelly himself. Thank you guys for being a part of it. Um, it was a fun episode to watch. I still appreciate all of you guys for jumping down Tim's throat when he was talking about the first series of Midnight. <laughs> Y'all are the true MVPs and my heroes. That's going to be edited so. out of the main show. Oh, no, I already um. downloaded it and got it done. <laughs> We're good. You don't have to worry about anything in that one. <sighs> but no. no, go ahead, Tim. Tell us what we got, bro. Yeah, guys, uh, we'll get into After Dark in just a second because I really want to talk about that. But uh, 
decoding panels uh the last one that came out uh that was a story that i did dragons and warriors i said if it gets to 100 views i'll revisit some of my old notes and scripts and right now it's at 28 so it's got a little ways to go it's about three quarters of the way away from from getting to that hundred but if Come you on, haven't seen it let's make tim work <laughs> if you haven't seen it go check it out uh we got more coming for you dark ages number five and six to finish out the story if you haven't read that story that is something you guys definitely need to get into we have all the episodes uh going to be coming out on our youtube page so definitely check it out there uh codex after dark guys uh what a fun time it is if you are not watching us on saturday night at 11 o'clock eastern 10 o'clock central you are missing out on some awesome conversation it's jamie and i and whoever we bring in from comic character of the day and last week it was sal tone and dan uh from comic character of the day and it was amazing uh, we, I love uh, I love how he's using all these big adjectives like amazing, stupendous, all these things. Wonderful. And, and I wasn't there. And but when I'm there, he's like, yeah, it was good. Why not? Yeah, it, it was OK. It, it was another show. Tell but anyways, me, he's like, yeah. you were doing we, we need you. You're like, oh, it's fine. Let's just talk trash about him. I'm wrong. Anyways, I know uh, it was. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. We we showed off our polls and uh, what we got in the mail and had a really great conversation about storage for comic books, cardboard versus plastic and Sal and Dan and uh, had some good points in there. Tone and I got a word in edgewise and it was pretty awesome. And we did talk Moon Knight, the last part of the show. And it's unfortunate that everybody disagreed with me, but that's how every cookie crumbles from time to time. Uh, this Saturday will be on as usual, 11 o'clock Eastern, 10 o'clock Central. Sal and Tone will be returning, and so will Jamie. So it'll be Hi. a good time. <laughs> uh, breaking the codes, guys. Uh, those oh, don't are- worry, Dan. We're gonna get you on another episode too, yep. so don't worry about it. We got you, brother. Those are fast coming out. We've got a bunch of top fives on their way. This Friday, we will be live on Twitch with Breaking the Code, and we're going to be talking about death and comic books. Uh, And that'll be a great conversation between Jamie and I. And also this Friday, we will be doing our review of The Batman after breaking the code so that'll that be a fun time too now that jamie's not so doesn't feel so lonely he can watch <laughs> it in the comfort of his own home because he had no one to go with there you go oh did uh, i just say my depression out loud i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> tiktok is doing wonderful we're at 51 yeah. followers on tiktok so guys if you're not following us there uh there's mini reviews on there recommended <laughs> readings uh clips Soon from to come news when it breaks yeah. which absolutely I'll, you'll probably see this mug when it breaks because <laughs> Uh, the rest of them just i got lives um <laughs> yeah lots of cool stuff guys there's so much way way more than than we can even talk about right now so yeah if you're not following us on any of the streaming platforms social media you need to type in the codex station that's where you'll find us yep now there was a, a mail call that i didn't see in jamie oh that one had a birthday so, so, yeah, a i got call? i got Do I show where anybody it? where is it uh tim got me a meaningful gift guys ladies and gents he got me uh a, the judge shield with my last name on it and gave me this amazing card the most meaningful gift ever and so we're going out with the show there's uh, something else you got there's something else I oh really yeah my 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 my, my uh, uh my bonfire my, my bonfire kindle that's what uh, i got from sunny if you gave me something that was like let me get something that shows that I know Jamie. Obviously, you didn't or sent it to the wrong address. Oh, he knows okay, you. <laughs> where, where is it? 
He knows what you don't like. Where are those, where are those <laughs> gifts? I don't, dude. I told you they're outside in the bonfire. What am I gonna Uh-oh. do with them? <laughs> we that was a way that it kept me warm. We, we wanted to see <laughs> that mail call. That would have been. I do have a mail call mail of what he got. Yeah. I want to see it, man. Yeah, it's thirty seconds of me having a beer and watching it burn. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. I'm looking forward to watching that. <laughs> Dear God, man. I mean, I if you wanted to send, if you wanted ever. to send me like, if you wanted to send me something, you could have sent me like I don't know actual wood for burning. That took a while. Let me get so many death threats for burning books. It's not even gonna be you funny. Just put one piece of paper in at a time. Keep the fire going as long as oh possible. My God, that was the most. Uh, Sunny, like, you're not even getting a gift now for me this year. That was like the worst thing you could have got anybody. <laughs> oh by the way there was i forgot like, to tell I you, you. It, it, no that was initially what you did as a gift you went i hate you here's your gift um but there was a note in there i'm not gonna say it was from who but there was a note in the book that i had to take out and read to everybody so i think you're gonna find it pretty special sonny i'm looking forward to that <laughs> so. thanks Kristen, for telling me to change my name i didn't even pay attention <laughs> I, I like how it's like, the, yeah, <laughs> like, where is it? No, it's in the <laughs> But no, yeah, that, that'll be coming out here soon. I haven't had, a, I, I just, like, I got back Sunday, so I haven't really had a lot of time to do much of anything. Okay, cool. I was like, I haven't asked you, I haven't heard. I wanted to make sure that at least everything came in the mail, because I'm still like, be really special. I know he wants to check it out. I know he's going to love it. Special, really... spe- special is not the word. <laughs> not even close. Sentimental. Yes. There you go. Spectacular. I'm about, to ha- I'm about to like drop down and have a seizure from all these <laughs> words being used for something that was not what it was. Let's but move on. <laughs> yeah, please. Yes. Our works was great. <laughs> that was our works. Yeah, obviously, we have more stuff coming in. And I'm really looking forward to especially to that mail call. And now our topic of the week. Uh, our first... <laughs> You want to say it the right way or you want to say it the way it's read? I'll talk about the show notes. I don't know where my mind was. I was, my mind is in many places at once. So in our show notes, I said, our topic of the week was, can a major company crossover be done with the state of fight? Yes. I don't know where my mind was. So then I later looked and said, wait a minute, it's wrong. It was obviously where my mind was when I opened my (laughs) gifts. (laughs) Most likely, yes. Mm -hmm. So our topic of the week this week is, can a major comic, excuse me, now I'm getting it wrong. Can a major company crossover be done with the state of comics today? As usual, Jamie has uh, top three comments of the week. Yes, and as usual, it's in no particular order, and this all comes from Comic Character Today, guys. So go check out that group, their Facebook group. They're amazing. You've seen a lot of the members on Codex After Dark and in some other episodes. So, guys, give them a look. And the first one we have is someone that was on this past Saturday. We got Dan Kelly coming in. I believe they can. I just don't think they will there's enough creators that work with multiple companies that could push for it but i think it will all be a long time before we see something major again i think marvel would be more than open to it there's so much going on with dc and their parent company right now that it can't even figure out what they're doing with their own company the closest we're going to get is donny cates's crossover uh we have bryn anderson saying right now i'm thinking no marvel and dc can't come to terms with re or Marvel and DC came and come to terms with the reprints of JLA Avengers crossover. And then we got Will Meyer. I hope I say that right. Cause it looks like mayor. We're going to find out. Uh, there's no way you're going to get two or these corporate behemoths to agree on a crossover. It, 
it was different back in the day when you only had one corporate overlord and that was Warner uh, Warners didn't even care if DC did it at all. So guys, thank you again for the top three answers for us and from all comic character of the day, guys, again, go check them out. It is a must. Yeah. So Tim, my short answer, short answer is no. Uh, And I am inclined to agree with Dan Kelly on on his comment about that uh it's it's just not possible with the state of comics now uh Mm -hmm. i believe that marvel would be more open to it uh i think like what dan said with uh the state of dc comics being up in the air used as a jugglers ball uh probably not for a while and uh with but however with that being said i think there's a glimmer of hope with whoever is in charge of warner discovery now because he has been going from department to department and canning a lot of people and uh he's been talking about dc in particular saying how Mm -hmm. superman is completely underused and left in the dust as far as the dceu goes so maybe there's a glimmer of hope and maybe we can see something several years down the road but but again short answer no yeah that's something like somewhere in the future i could see it again i i do think Mm -hmm. somewhere down the line we'll see another big crossover like with marvel dc but so right now or at least for the next few years they won't even be pretty much of a, of a mention of it. Yeah. That's just my quick answer. Yeah. How about you, Jamie? I think no. And I'm not saying no is like a hundred percent term. I'm saying no as in, if we're looking at it right now, both companies are doing their own thing and they're doing their own thing. Well, if we're looking at the Marvel and DC standard. Mm-hmm. Now, if we go into the indie standpoint, I think, the sky is the limit with that. Um, especially like Dan said with his crossover with Diane Case. He brought so many characters and even had little cameos from Marvel and DC in there. It wasn't the full likeliness or likeness, so it worked. But like having Negan in a book, along with uh Donnie Cates being a character in the book, and all these other writers, uh Kirkman was a character in there. It was a cool interaction between him and Negan. You know, something like that, I see 110%. Like mm-hmm. having this massive, like, I don't know, battle between two companies would be awesome to see. But on the flip side of that, do I think Marvel and DC will come to terms in time? There's been mention in books of this happening, but I would say I wouldn't expect to see it for at least another five to 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a very yep. safe assumption. So I think we're pretty much all in agreement on that. Mm-hmm. And soon we'll have another topic of the week put out there for everyone to answer. And hey, if you're watching, still feel free to comment and say what you think. And can a major comic, can a major company crossover be done with the state of comics today? Well, Tone did jump in the comments and he did say, I think they can, but only core comic fans would get it. Casual fans wouldn't get it because DC has so underexposed, underexposed its comic properties to the general public. Well, I mean, that's true. How many Batman titles hit every month? 76. That is ridiculous. On average. How many Superman titles hit every month? Well, wait a minute. How many pages? uh, Yeah. How many Booster Gold titles? How many? You leave Booster alone. No, I'm making a point. I don't care. (laughs) Blue and gold forever. I love blue and gold. 
But the the point is is that with the current state of DC, all they focus on is Batman, and every other character is super underutilized. They need more. Find Saint Walker. We need Saint Walker back. Yeah, we need Saint Walker. He would he would give everyone hope, and then he would just be cool about everything. Yeah, but no. You know what else is pretty cool, guys? What would that this be? game we do called Tyka's last name? Oh, yes. Oh, we're playing Do You Know? Okay. My favorite part. You guys didn't even know me last week. You guys tied. <laughs> I assumed your favorite episode. And the one question episode would have been the Codex Podcast. I think that was a pretty good guest, though. It was a good game. Redemption. We did Blackest Night. And then it was the episode of Breaking the Code. I was like, wow. When I'm not even there. I got your numbers today, fellas. So don't worry about that. Jamie, that... Uh... That title you're holding on to is going to be removed from your possession today. Is it? Yeah, it is. Okay, good. Because of Funny. the fact that I watched you guys last week, and even the question that was about me, I only got <laughs> wrong. Sonny, what's the order today? Today, it starts with you, Tim, and me. Jamie, and then me. And then SK. Okay. All right. So, let's go ahead and get this party started. Gentlemen. Take, is- take a white titty. White titty. As you can see from the character behind me, I have watched The Batman uh, recently, so all my questions are Batman-related, so be prepared. Now, for my first question of the day, do you know what the highest-grossing Batman movie is to date uh, adjusted for inflation? Batman or Superman? uh, Dawn of Justice. Is that the one you're talking about? Yeah, I said Batman versus. Yeah, Don Justice. Okay, is that what you both say? Yeah. Uh, you both are wrong. No justice for you today. The answer okay. is The Dark Knight Rises, and it currently is at $1.081 billion. I'm going to go. Wow, The Dark Knight Rises. Dark Knight Rises wow. is the highest grossing Batman movie. To Anyone in the chat, Google that for me right now. Go ahead and Google it and let me know I'm right. And let them know he's wrong. I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we'll, we'll get back to that. We both got yeah. it now. Okay. It's me, right? Uh, yes, yep. Jamie, go ahead. Okay, so we all know that I'm a huge Power Rangers nerd. Um, but guys, do you know what ye- what month, you don't have to give me the specific day, what month and year the first episode of the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers premiered? Month and year? Yes, because I figure if I give you the year, it'd be too easy for Sonny. September 1992. I did too many questionable things as a teenager slash young adult that uh, that memory is gone forever. So I'm going to say May of 1991. You both are wrong. <laughs> Horribly. Um, it was actually August of 1993. Wow. <laughs> That's a, a year and a month off. Year and a month off. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I was, I was hoping one of you guys would say like 93. And then I'd be like, okay, okay maybe we can get to the point. You know, I can see that, but yeah, guys, geez, no Power Rangers fans in the building. Nope, not today. Oh, only a month and a year off. It wasn't too oh, long. We have <laughs> morphined away. Okay. This is morphing ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to morb all over the place. It's more That's not even time. a word. <laughs> Jesus, man. Okay, Sonny, go. Well, guys, this goes with our comic news of the day, and obviously with that trailer for Thor, Love, and Thunder. Oh, no. Now we saw that Jane Foster, you know, she had the Thor. She had the hammer. We know there's a what if issue where Jane became Thor. What issue of what number 
what issue number of what if it was what if Jane Foster had found the hammer of Thor? 47. That, that is in volume one. And yeah, shoot. Uh, I'm going to say issue two. Tim, you are closer. You're wrong. <laughs> it is issue number 10. What if oh. number 10 was what if Jane Foster had found the hammer of Thor? I was, I was waiting for you to ask what was her first appearance in it. And I was about to be like, I know this because I have the issues. <laughs> Not the what if. It's always the what if. <coughs> right. Okay. So. Ooh, we're all doing good today. Oh, my yeah, God. I hope we rise all around. Well, here's Everyone my... in the chat, feel free to let us know how much we suck. Here's my do, question do you know number how to, two. Do you know how to pronounce the name of the director of Thor, Love, and Thunder? Taika uh, Watiti. Tictilius White TD. Okay, we're going on. Like, <laughs> we're gonna get we're gonna get taken down and get striked for this. Anyways, uh, question number two. So Catwoman is in the Batman, mm-hmm. and Zoe Kravitz did a wonderful job as Selena Kyle. Do mm-hmm. you know what year Catwoman got her first ongoing series? Ooh. Mm-hmm. Can you change the question just to who's Zoe Kravitz's dad? Uh, yeah, who is Zoe Kravitz's dad? Kravitz. Or, or stepdad? <laughs> Lenny Kravitz, got it. That is wrong. Uh, incorrect. Okay. Uh, okay. What so year? First, what year did her first ongoing series debut? 1963. You both are way off. <laughs> the year is 1993. The same year Power Rangers came out. So Catwoman's first ongoing series, 1993, and uh, Dale Bennett, I think, or Jim Jim Barnett, something like that, mm-hmm. did the artwork well-known. She was in the purple suit, the purple uh, super skin tight suit. Yeah. Uh, so go check that out. Lots of good stories. Uh, parts of Night Quest and Night's End and et cetera, et cetera. So zeros all around oh, yeah. so far. Well, hopefully me and Jamie really were right. Hopefully somebody comments <laughs> and it's like, yeah. You know what? Actually, it was Batman versus Superman. Yeah. Okay. No, we, Jamie, we were, Google job. Google told us we were wrong. So, and but it was <laughs> from Grady Meat. So there's speculation between that. Answer. There's not speculation. Right. She is as impartial as it comes. Big <laughs> different. Um. So it's my turn, right? Okay. Yep. Yes. So we all know Constantine has been part of the Justice League Dark, and he's part of the Magic Crew with Zatanna, and even Detective Chimp. Mm-hmm. But do you know what was Constantine's very first appearance? And I want the title and the number for it. And I say that because the title is pretty easy. Uh, I will say Hellblazer number one. Hmm. Let me check the answer under my Wait, eyelids. Look. No, no. Go look Wait. up, Sonny. Sonny. Nope. Turn to my eyelids. <laughs> Wait, turn to my eyelids. The Saga of the Swamp Thing, number 37. Yeah, that's my answer, too. It was actually Swamp Thing 37. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, he, yeah, no. He, he, did, he did look up and then looked under his eyes. <laughs> I saw it. Automatic deletion from, do you know? He's just got a list of all characters' first appearances on this big poster board in front of him. Yes, he does. Are you giving him a point for that, Jamie? Yes, I am. Okay. Thank you. Well, Sonny, you're at one currently. Okay. He might run away this with one, this one. This right. one you guys might get. Not too sure. It depends no. on how well you know the Thor comic books. 
Ooh, I know relatively well. new Thor. We're talking about Thor, right? And obviously, we're talking about Love and Th- Thor: Love and Thunder. We're talking about the director, Taika Waititi. And I even said how the previous Thor, Thor Ragnarok, is one of my favorite superhero movies. Now, in the movie Thor Ragnarok, Hela is Thor's sister. Mm-hmm. Do you know Hela's relation to Thor in the comic books? Or at least the, the old, the original comic books. I don't know if they've changed now. So I'm saying the original comic books. Okay. So in the original, older comic books, what was Hela's relation to Thor? Uh, wasn't she Odin's sister? That's my answer. Odin's okay. so, sister. So Odin's like sister. an aunt? Is and, that what you're saying? Like a, his aunt? Yeah, she, yeah, his aunt, she, yeah, his yeah. Neighbor. His aunt. It was his. Um, it was his aunt. Yeah, I'm gonna go because I want to. I want to say aunt, but I think I know what it is. But I'm gonna go with aunt. Okay. In the comics, Hela was actually Thor's niece. She was the daughter of Loki and Angraboda. Wow. Okay. To learn yeah. something in, new. In in uh, relatively new retcon, it's back to being his sister. But okay. she's also Thor's or Thanos's wife. Oh, they make wow. they make a pretty good okay. couple. They're both pretty pretty evil. Okay, yeah, there, right. there was a whole thing in there. So I was like, that's why I was like, oh, what I know what she is now. I hate when they retcon things though. Side tangent, yeah. um, because of the fact that I'm so used to what it is now and not looking back. Right, and when you go look yeah. back at like it, Thor's like, mom's the Phoenix, the original Phoenix. Like that's all I'm gonna remember now. Oh wow, <laughs> yeah. So that is. Yeah, but yeah, so originally, so now Hela is his, like you said, sister now, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. But back in the day, she was his niece and the daughter of Loki and the giant sorceress Angaboda. Interesting. Okay. Round two well, in the books. <laughs> all right. So question number three, and I couldn't have done a Batman themed, do you know, without a riddle from the Riddler. So here you go, gentlemen. Oh dear! See if you can can guess this one. Tommy Lee Jones. No, the riddle is: hit me hard and I will crack, but you will never stop me from staring back. What am I? Oh, I know this one. Okay. Can you repeat it? Yes. Hit me hard and I will crack, but you will never stop me from staring back. What am I? A mirror. Jamie? Mirror. The answer is a mirror. Both of you guys have passed the Riddler's test. Way to go. <laughs> so, yeah, I was I'm going to. Was it in the movie? Uh, no, this, this oh. is, I think, is one that he used in a comic somewhere, some way, in some shape or form. Yeah, he, I don't he, know he did use it previously. Yeah, okay. but I thought it was pretty cool. That's that's a neat little oh. riddle. So, there you go. Jamie, you got a point. Sonny, you're at two right now. Okay, my turn. Mm hmm. Okay, so we all know the Batman movie released on HBO Max. But in comics, boys, do you know who was the first villain Batman encountered in comics? Uh, Carmine Falcone. The Joker. Both of you are horribly wrong. <laughs> Alfred Stryker, executive of Apex Chemical Company, the one that destroyed the Joker. Wow. He was the okay. first one he ever fought... <laughs> As his villain. Wow. Oh, okay. What was his name? Alfred. What? No, not. Stryker. So was uh, Alfred Stryker, though? Yeah. He was uh, white, yeah. white Titi, I think. Yeah. Something like that. Taiki. Taiki. Tick Titilius. 
Hey, can I wait to you guys? Come on. Okay, come on. Let, let's Be get adult. To the last question. <laughs> okay. I am an adult sometimes on days. All right, guys. This is my last chance. I got to get a point. So, talking about, we were talking about Green Arrow's son coming out as asexual. Mm-hmm. So now I'll let you guys know who was the who is the oldest character in the comic book. Who is the oldest character in comics? That is asexual. Now, when I say oldest, I don't mean like the character is supposed to be 80 years old. I mean the character that has been around the longest. Who is the oldest character in comics that is asexual? Oh my god, Obsidian. Uh Deadpool. I know that answer is wrong. So Deadpool is the complete opposite of asexual. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Uh, obsidian. I didn't know obsidian. I didn't know he was uh, asexual. Uh, cool character. It, it, it's because uh, that's Alan Scott's uh, son. Can I can I change my na- answer to the in betweener? <laughs> okay. That the was oldest, also sexual. The oldest character in comics that is asexual is Jughead Jones from Archie. Oh my god! No, wait. So the character Jughead. Yes, in 1942, the character was around, but obviously didn't come out back then. But Mm -hmm. that in Jughead number four, they came out in 2016. Chip Zdarsky and Erica Henderson were working on it. They made the character come out as asexual when they looked at said, Oh, so you were were talking like from their first established date and then when they came out as. Yeah, who was the Because I was thinking like they they made it like this is a staple two now you know what i mean like well oh, i mean if you look at it in archie comics did jughead ever go out on dates or anything yes, like that and he loved burgers so they were trying to say that in the article was saying that chip Sadarsky and erica henderson was saying yeah, that he he just kind of was like they didn't want to make him just like a girl hater or something like that mm-hmm. they, they were saying I, said, I i haven't read the comics much to know like oh i know jughead was like this but they were saying that the character always seemed asexual so when they made the character mm. asexual they're like oh that Chip Zdarsky said we didn't really have to change much about the character. Right on. Okay, that makes sense. Right. Okay. Uh, the way it was phrased, I thought you meant like from day, who has been the longest reigning? From day one. From yeah. day one. Not someone that started back in 47 to the 2016. Then 2016 was like, hey, I thought you were talking more like, hey, they announced it in 1950 and he still okay. is today. But that character... If you are just a, a fun little bonus, the character, like I said, Jamie, the way you thought it was, that character is actually Alex from Sex Criminals. That's Chip that Zdarsky a, again. Yes, yeah, so that character came out in Sex Criminals number 13. Yeah, it was the first in comic books. Well, that was right. the, yeah. Sonny, you got this uh, this week's Do You Know? You got two points, Jamie. Got Someone one. For I got Tim a big zero, right? I know. <laughs> Back to normal, baby. Tim, please keep saying that because I think when you do that, I think it's like you, you give me good luck. <laughs> right? I'm, I'm going to beat you guys no, I'm so back. hard today. I thought I was your good luck charm, Sonny. Yeah, you're right. I think, I think it all goes. Yeah. Jamie comes back. I win. Tim says he's got us this week. And I lose every time I say that. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I got your guys' number. I don't know any of the answers. Uh, well, technically, I do have your guys' numbers, but uh, just not in do you know. Well, there you go. That takes Did you know that? Delete it. No. <laughs> Well, do you know is in the book, and now I can, we can talk about why we won't be reviewing 
Doctor Strange slash I mean, me and Tim can. Magic bullets. <laughs> yeah. So two weeks ago, it's, it's just a, a mix up. Because first, you know, James said, okay, magic bullets, four issues. I said, okay, four issues. I could take some time. Last week, we reviewed uh, Dark Knights, The Batman Who Laughs. Mm-hmm. And then we're you know, going on. It's a busy week. I was reading some Daredevil, some of my epic collection. And then I'm like, I have time. I have four issues. And then Easter comes up. And then, so what do I do? Start reading. And I look up. I look, yeah, on the Marvel Unlimited app. And it says it's eight issues. I'm like, okay, maybe the story, story arc is four issues. And then the next four were another thing. So as soon as I open it up, I look and it's like, Issue number one, 76 pages. Issue 280 pages. And I'm That's like, misleading, though, because it was. it's each panel. Yeah, so yeah. when I first saw 80 pages, I'm like, what is Jamie's problem? He doesn't know the rules. What kind of story is this? <laughs> and then and I see, and like I said, it's the, the panels. Each panel counts as yep. a page. It's like, okay. Yep. I'm like, so now I see Jamie's point. And then I get through it, and then I'm reading, and then I get the issue, or on the app site, so issue one, issue two, issue three, issue four. And I finished issue four and it says to be continued. And I'm like, no, well, now I don't have enough time. I... <laughs> and then like I said, Jamie earlier today, we discussed and you're like, oh, it really is four, but the four site... physical issues. The site yeah. makes it the eight. Yeah, the site makes it like it's eight. So now I don't have it well... finished and I will definitely have it finished by next week because I'm, I'm enjoying the story so far. I don't want to give too much away. This well, I mean, was good to come back on. It was a good little segue and uh, hey, Let's get fresh again. So, yeah, I mean, I'm okay with next week. We don't have to worry about it. One time only that we're missing a review <laughs> thanks to the good old SK himself. This is a good one. comic to to read digital, though, because it was intended specifically for that. Yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting read. Like, yeah, better in physical read. form. <laughs> yeah, digital versus physical. Go there check out go. Breaking the Code. Absolutely, guys. Wonderful episode. Yeah, but it's interesting, like, to read it like that. First mm-hmm. time reading it like that, where it's it counts as a page, and like you see the panel. Because mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, you do you try not to see what's happening on the other page. Yeah, but you tend to see what happens. You know, your eyes yeah. can't help but look that way. Whereas when you're reading it like this, the panel only shows you what you see, and then you well, go to the next part. I'm excited to see what you think of it, Sonny, because I've got a whole page full of notes here on how I felt about it. Yeah, yeah well, I'm, <laughs> I felt so feelings. <laughs> yeah i was enjoying it and then i was like this says to be continued this makes no sense. <laughs> like why did you put a story in the middle <laughs> and then so <laughs> now i see what's going on and now i know to always look and we should always discuss i didn't realize yet that the app so now yeah, i didn't know that sites, that yeah. uh, in digital form it was the eight issues until tim talked to me was it yesterday yeah, because I was like, "Is are you sure it's four issues? He's like, yeah, here, here's the first cover. I was like, okay, that makes sense because uh, it's eight issues on digital. Yeah. Oh, well, okay. All right, cool. I'll have it done tomorrow. <laughs> you owe me 10 bucks. I said Sonny wouldn't have it done. By the way, well, I don't owe you anything. <laughs> How was I to know? But now by, I know. By looking? I'm going to be asked. Yeah, because well, I didn't want to spoil it. I'm like, oh, I'm just going to save it. It's four. It says four. Because yeah, when you look it up, it says it's four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like, there we go. I assume that the Marvel site, because you know we go on it, we read a bunch of stuff on there. Yeah, and usually Mar- it says if it Marvel says Unlimited is a little weird two. sometimes. Well, yeah, now the first time that's happened to me. Now we've got the great anticipation of doing it next week. Yeah, mm-hmm. next week we will be reviewing Doctor Strange, The Punisher, Magic Bullets, and then since we don't have a, a review, this is what we. <laughs> 
we can start wrapping this thing up. There you <laughs> yeah. go. And I can say goodbye, and I will see you all next week. And I'll let you guys finish us off. All right. And as always, guys, thank you, Tim, for stealing my lines last week, too. You're welcome. Be kind to one another. You don't know what anyone's going through out there. A smile can change the perspective on anyone's day. Trust me. I've been there. Um, but as always, guys, like, comment, share, subscribe, follow us on Twitch. If you do, we need it. Do it now. Um, and yeah, guys, as always, I'll see you guys in the next one. And don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, we are on all the socials. That is Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, right here on Twitch, over there on YouTube. We are on TikTok, and we have a shiny Discord for you to go and check out and be a part of the conversation. All you got to do is type in the Codex Station, and that is where you'll find us. We got lots of great content coming for you in the days and weeks ahead, and Mm -hmm. we are fast growing. So it is time to get on this train, get your seat and be a part of it. I'm always uh, sitting. So <laughs> don't forget, guys, again, everywhere on social media where podcasts are streamed, uh, we need more followers here on Twitch. So if you're not following us, hit that follow button, guys. If you're not subscribed to us on YouTube, hit subscribe. It's that simple. It's that easy. So you don't miss out. Ask the people in the chat. Ask people at Comic Character of the Day where you also need to go and check things out. They'll tell you. Once again, guys, my name is Tim. This guy over here is Jamie. Down below is the immortal Sonny Kruger. This is the Codex Podcast. We are the Codex Station, and we will see you next time.